Yo, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how in the Bible, masks are actually related to idols. And we're also going to be talking about the one, the only craziest leftist, probably in America, AOC. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I'm so happy that you guys are here watching and listening to this podcast. Wherever you guys are watching and listening, please go ahead and subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. If you guys don't know, if you guys are new around here, here at my show, on my podcast, we give you a biblical and a constitutional point of view on certain aspects going on within the culture in today's culture. It is very important that we go ahead and get back into those point of views because that's how our country was founded. So I want to go ahead and get into this. I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there have been a lot, a lot of things happening within the news. A lot. A ton. And we're going to go ahead and... Well, in the next episode, there's going to be more of what we're going to be talking about uh, with what's happening in the news. But the, the two things that I wanted to talk about today were, of course, how masks in the Bible are idols. And then we're also going to be talking about how AOC is just one crazy son of a son of a gun. She is absolutely just nuts. And it's kind of sad, to be completely honest. But first, we're going to be talking about masks and how they represent an idol. They represent an idol within the Bible. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and um, first read you a article that I saw on the New York Post talking about how uh, TSA agents can deny entry to maskless travelers after Biden executive order. And this was posted on February 2nd. This was posted on February 2nd, but it talks about how Airport TSA agents can now deny entry to travelers who aren't wearing masks. With President Joe Biden's executive order requiring face masks on public transportation going into effect Tuesday. So it talks about, it says, starting today, air travelers without a mask may be denied entry through the TSA checkpoint, boarding the aircraft or continued transport. The TSA rep Lisa says, so it says failure to comply with the mask requirement can also result in civil penalties. Hmm. Okay. It can result into civil penalties. Well, what does that mean? I don't really know. I didn't, it, it, it really doesn't say further down into that article, but I'll tell you this. Why would you want to make somebody do something? I'm going to ask you that one more time. Why would you want to make somebody do something? A lot of times people do that. A lot of people, let me, let me back up. People do, will make people do things because they do it out of fear and they do it out of control. Did you notice that Trump never, ever once 
made somebody wear a mask. He hated him himself. 100% he did. Yes, were there a couple times that he did wear one? Yeah, he did. But most often than not, he didn't wear one. He didn't wear one. And he, for sure, for damn sure, did not make anybody on the federal grounds. He didn't mandate masks on the federal grounds or public transportation. So how messed up is that? Joe Biden, out of control, out of the <laughs> the alleged um, self-proclaiming dictator, is making people wear masks on public transportation and on federal grounds. And I don't know if you know this, but he doesn't even wear his own masks most of the time when he's on federal grounds. Yeah, he doesn't. But that's just what a dictator, what a leftist does, is that it'll manipulate people. It'll it'll manipulate people, and then they will not do what they are enforcing other people to do. And we saw that multiple times with people, with the left, saying, hey, do not go to your family's Thanksgiving dinners or your Christmas parties or anything like that. Stay home. Stay inside, quarantine. But what did they do? They were on vacation with their family. So look, we're not surprised by that. We're not surprised by that at all as far as them enforcing rules and then them not following it at all. We've seen that. We get it. We understand their behavior. We understand the left's behavior. We get it. We know what they're about. They're untrustworthy, they're manipulative, and they want to control because they are afraid maybe within something within themselves or they're afraid of some other factor, the outside factor. You see, and uh, this is, I'm going to get into this a little bit later, talking about with AOC, but a lot of the left, a, a lot of victims, a lot of people, a lot of codependent people do not control themselves. They're not, they don't feel like they're able to, so they want to control other people so that they can feel better about themselves. It's pretty messed up. And a lot of them will do anything to feel that power. So I'll tell you what, what does this mean for us, for people? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I am not going to be going onto any public transportation. I am not going to go onto any federal grounds and wear a mask. No. You can't make me. You can't make me. We the people, right? We the people. You see, when are you going to stand up? There's conservatives that will wear a mask. Why? Two reasons why I don't wear a mask. One, they don't work. I believe they don't work at all. And two, when the government tells me what I should or should not wear and how I should take care of myself, screw them. Screw them. The government should not be telling you how to be healthy. It shouldn't. And then when it regulates, when it regulates food policies or anything like that, 
How do you trust them? How do you trust them? They should probably be, be informing us, maybe giving us some direction. But they should not be making us do anything. Why would they make us do something? Again, why would somebody make you do something? They're afraid of something. They're afraid. They do things out of fear. So I, I will never, ever wear a mask. I will only do it out of a joke. That's the only time I will do it. I will do it because I'm making fun of a mask wearing and how stupid it is. It doesn't work, ladies and gentlemen. It does not work. And if you want details, if you want proof, I can show you and give you proof. Just email me at T-H-E-T-U-B-B-S. Nope, sorry. That's the wrong email. T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-U-B-B-S at gmail.com. That's the right email. T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-U-B-B-S. That is thechristubbs at gmail.com. Email me, and I will give you proof on how they don't work. They don't work. And that's why I don't wear the masks. They don't work, and I don't like the government trying to tell me what I should be doing. This is supposed to be a free country, ladies and gentlemen. This is supposed to be a free country. And when a dictator fake president tells you what you should or should not do with your health, why would you trust him? Especially Joe Biden. Why would you ever trust Joe Biden when all he did, when all he did was lie? That's all he did. He said he wouldn't ban fracking. What did he do? What did he do? He cut the Keystone Pipeline. What a lying son of a gun. What a lying son of a gun. Let me ask you this. Do you trust the government? Answer that honestly in your own head. Do you trust the government? If you do, in what aspects? In what aspects do you trust the government? I don't trust the government at all. Not one bit. Not one bit. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about how the mask is an idol. And what I mean by that is by the Hebrew definition. Okay, so you have to look up the Hebrew definition, and it talks about this in the Bible, how it's related to one another. And I looked it up on this website, and it talks about, and it gives me the actual pronunciation of the word, the Hebrew word. And it says, it is Masiha. I don't know if I pronounced that exactly right, but it says in the modern Hebrew means only a mask or disguise. You can tell the sound is very similar between the Hebrew word and the English word. So it says in biblical Hebrew, this word means an idol. So it says most interestingly, Bible translates it as molten gods. Hmm. So it says, more interestingly, is the fact that all of these idols are mostly no more than calves. To be more precise, young male calves. So it says, as a mask was and is still being used very commonly in spiritual rituals of many religions. So it talks about this and it goes on to say that you can see 
how this is related. It says in Exodus 32, 8, it says, They have turned aside quickly from the way that I, which I have commanded them. They have made them a molten calf, and they have worshipped it. And they have sacrificed to it and said, These are our gods, O Israel, which have brought you out of the land of Egypt. How messed up is that? So, you know, it it talks about that in Exodus, how they worshipped the gods, the molten calves, right? That was their idol. And so, in the Hebrew definition, it says that a mask is an idol is because it's what people worship. Hmm. Don't you see what's going on today? You see how many people are wearing masks? You see how many people are wearing masks with that? People are idolizing them, saying that this is going to create and bring us safety. That this is effective against the virus, which it's not. Funny. Isn't that funny? Not only does the Hebrew definition say that it's an idol, but people are using it as an idol. People are saying that this is going to create safety for them, which is not true. Which is not true. Doesn't it say in the Bible, a man thinketh in his heart, so is he? So if you think that this mask is going to bring you safety, well then, you know what? That's your perception. But the truth, the ultimate truth is that because we have everything that pertains to life and godliness in Jesus, we already have health. Why was Jesus able to go heal people with leprosy? Why? Because he knew what he had inside him. We got to do the same, folks. We got to do the same thing, folks. We have to. So, I don't trust the government. I don't trust the government at all. And then let me ask you this. If you trust the government in any aspect, I'm talking about maybe I'm talking about the the broader sense of the government, ladies and gentlemen. There are house of reps that you can trust. There are senators that you can trust. There are governors that you can trust. I'm talking about the overall picture, the bigger picture. The bigger picture of the government. Do you trust them? Not a lot of people do. I don't. The only person that I trust, that I trusted with inside the government, there were a couple of people, the big person was Donald Trump. Why? Because he did what he said he was going to do. Promises made, promises kept, right? Now, there, like I said, there are other people with inside the government that I do trust. Yes, Absolutely. But mainly I don't. Overall, I don't trust any of the other people inside the government. Not one bit. Not one bit. The government is not trustworthy. They're not. 100% they're not. And if you haven't seen that, maybe you should start opening up your eyes. Or maybe you have family members. Maybe you have family members and friends that are leaning on the left side. So what do you do? What do you do? What do you do with people that you are close to that believe something on the other side? 
I'll tell you what you do. You love them. You love them through it. Because they're going to be more attracted to come to the conservative side if you be kind to them. If you be kind to them. That is what is attractive about the conservative movement, ladies and gentlemen. Is that it's kind. It actually cares about people. It cares about people to the core. It gives people responsibility. The conservative movement cares about America's values. And it cares about America first. It cares about the Constitution. It cares about the integral constitutional values of America. It cares about the Bible. Really, if you care about the Constitution, you care about the Bible. Because the Constitution was built on biblical principles. That is how you do it. You love them through it. You love them through it. Yeah, you let them be. You And I think one key thing, too, is you listen to them. You just listen to what they're saying. And then, if once they're done, once they're finished with what they're saying, then you can go ahead and you can ask them if you can give them some of your ideas, some of your perspectives, some of the facts that you have seen. You see, people just want to be heard. People just want to be heard. That's all they want to be done to them is they just want to be heard. They want to be listened to. And I tell you what, even if they don't listen to you, and they don't give a damn about what you say, at least you heard them. It's not about what you get. It's about what you give. And the more that you give, the more you will get back. That's a biblical principle right there. You reap what you sow. Did you know that if you plant a seed, you will get more out of that seed than what you planted? If you plant an apple seed tree, what are you going to get more of? More apples. And if you take that one apple and you take one seed of, out of that apple and you plant that seed, what are you going to get? Another tree. And what is it going to produce? More fruit. You see, it doesn't matter what you plant. The more that you plant, the more that you're going to get of. If you're going to plant hate, if you're going to plant fear, what are you going to get more of? That exactly of what you plant. You see, if you plant if you plant an overall sense of value and a sense of love to your family members, the people that are on the other side, I bet you, and I guarantee you, more in the future, they're going to be willing to hear you out. Look, it's been tough. It's been tough for me on my side. There's people that have commented on my posts from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even TikTok, totally 100% disagreeing with me. And um, just, just... Condemning me of what I believe in. But I listened to them. I heard what they said. 
and I debated with them and they didn't like it and they decided not to message me back. But that's their choice. You see, everybody has a choice. Everybody has a choice on what they can do with how they feel and what they think. And with that, I want to get into AOC. And if you saw the tile of this video and podcast, I titled it Alexandria, starts with the A, and then O, Outta, and C, Control. AOC stands for Alexandria Out of Control. (laughs) That's what her real name should be standing for. Is Alexandria out of control, man? She is out of control. She is so out of control, she tries to use her own followers to report to Twitter, to Facebook, to the big tech to say if if any of these followers, if any of these Trumpers, if any of these conservatives are producing misleading and lying facts, then report them. She doesn't want you to have a voice. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that funny? Huh. What a leftist. What a pure leftist. And the reason why I want to talk about AOC, okay, if you haven't heard the big news story about her, is that she completely 100% lied about her being in the Capitol building during the insurrection. I'm going to read this. This is from the Red State, this article. And it says, We've reported various aspects of the account of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of what happened to her on January 6th during the breach at the Capitol. But there are some very critical facts that have been missing from her story that they wanted to talk about here. So in this video, and I'm going to play for you, uh, play it for you. But in this video, she talks about some of the most like uh, heartbreaking or some of the most traumatic, in her own words, her own perspective, moments of what she <laughs> said that she experienced. So I'm going to play some of it here for you. Listen to this. Like I'm here and the bathroom door starts going like this, like the bathroom door is behind me or rather in front of me. And I'm like this and the door hinges right here. And I just hear, where is she? Where is she? And um, this was the moment where I thought everything was over. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh my goodness. I, I, Look, it might not be funny to her, but it's funny to me because I know the truth. She is making this story up 100%. 100%. And here's some of the pictures of the actual map of the Capitol building and where she was. And if you look, she is probably uh, a few blocks away from the Capitol, maybe even more. She is further away from what actually happened at the Capitol. But then she goes on to say, well, you know, no, we were actually all in the same area. No, you were not. You were not. 
Representative Nancy Mace says AOC made clear she didn't know who was at her door. Breathless attempts by media to fan fictitious news flames are dangerous. My office is two doors down. Insurrectionists never stormed our hallway. It's disproven from what she is saying. She is saying that, oh yeah, the insurrectionists were coming into my door and I thought they were my door. I thought they were going to breach into my office. Nancy Mace just says, no, none of the insurrectionists were even in our hallway. I'm two doors down. They were not there. Funny, huh? Funny. And again, if you look at that map, it shows where her office is, and then it shows where the Capitol building actually is. But then she goes on to say, oh, well, you know, then I learned it was a cop. And I come out, and this man is a Capitol Police officer. But the story doesn't end. And then so she does this little bait and switch crap. You know, in the beginning of her video, she says, well, you know, I didn't know who it was. I don't know who it was. But then I learned, oh, it was a cop. You see what she does there? You see what she does there? She's using her emotions, her story, to manipulate you. When it's not even a fact. Not even a fact. That there were insurrectionists coming into her office. And you know what, too? And Steven Crowder goes into this into big detail, and it's awesome. You guys should go watch his video. I'm going to go link it into my show notes. But he talks about how the timestamps don't even line up with what she is saying. It doesn't even line up. And so it's so funny, and it's it's amazing to me how people even voted for her. How did people... Vote for her and think, oh, you know what? She's going to be a great representative of us. Well, you know what that says? You know what that says about the people that voted for her? That you guys are just as ignorant as her. And that's not just, that's not be, trying to be mean. I know that's showing something. Look, you guys, you voted for her. You voted for a lying piece of crap. I'm not saying that she's a piece of crap in the way like, oh, wow, she should just be, not even be a human being. No. There's some void inside her heart. There's something going inside her own self and her own belief system that says that she has to lie. She has to make this big dramatic story and post it all over social media and on the MSM just to get something back. It's really, it's a bummer. It's a big bummer because really you don't want to see people do this. You know, she, and then, like I said, she, she asks in her own email, she asks in her own email from her, from her, from her supporters, if she, if they can go ahead and scan their social media to find posts with this misleading information, especially those using the trending hashtag. If you don't know what the trending hashtag was, it was Alexandria Oscario Smollett. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
She says, don't tweet any hashtags yourself because we don't want to spread them further. Identify the posts that are threatening or harassing and use the built-in report features to flag them for moderators. Facebook and Twitter both have built-in tools for reporting posts and tweets that break the rules. What rules are they breaking? If anything, you broke the rules yourself. AOC, how do you not see this? Again, going back to what we talked about earlier in this episode, we talked about how the left will enforce the rules or tell the people what the rules are and then not do them themselves. She is the one that should be, well, according to Twitter, be banned. Why? Because she's breaking her own rules. She's breaking the rules of Twitter. She should be flagged. She should be flagged for misleading information. Why isn't the mainstream media, the left media, When are they ever going to hold these people accountable? When? When? Thank goodness we have other independent fact-checkers on the conservative side showing the truth. I'm happy that we have that. And it obviously shows that she lied. It obviously shows that she lied. And it's a bummer. Like I said, it's a big bummer that she has to lie to fill some void within her own heart with herself. And it's it's a bummer. I really I really don't think that she pro- should have kids. And that's not saying that she's not a um, a great person. I, I believe that everybody down to their core, deep down, really wants to help people and wants to do their best with their lives to help people. Right, I, I think a lot of people do deep down want to do that, but about how you go about that is if it's wrong or not, if it's biblical or not, if it's actually going to help and show people value. When you tell people, your supporters, your followers, that you should go report other people and deplatform them and report them because they're mis. They're, they're, they're harassing you. You right there are saying that they should not have a platform and that they should not have a voice. What does that show other people? Remember what we talked about in my last podcast? When I said, when you exercise your rights, you're showing, you are showing people honor and value. Now, AOC is not doing that. She obviously does not feel loved or valued herself because she's not showing it to other people. The Bible talks about how you, out of the abundance of your heart, will speak. And essentially that is saying your behavioral actions, your actions reflect what is going on in your heart. And look, not everyone's perfect. I get it. No one's perfect. And no one should hold anybody to a perfect standard. Nobody should. My point in 
showing all of this is not to say that she's a bad person, that she sucks. No. Yeah, she kind of stupid. Yeah, and she's very foolish. I'll say that. But it's to point out that the left has a big heart problem, a big heart issue. They feel like they have to control other people. And it's a bummer. It's a big bummer. Nobody should feel like they should control other people. And one way to get over that, and if you see yourself doing this, is get a sense of value. And you got to get it from God. When you get your sense of value and your source of love from God first, and you can, let me tell you, and you can live on your own and be by yourself and still be happy and do it consistently. I'm not saying you have to do it every, every single day, every single second. No. But when you can go and say, I'm happy, I'm joyful, and I'm loved because of God. And you can deep down know that. I mean, like, no, no. Like, fully fully know inside yourself yeah that's true well then 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 from there you can show people true value and that's what it's about you know what the real problem in america is and really the world and not everybody is the is this way but a lot of people just don't know that they're loved by God. I mean, and I and I mean fully know, like one hundred percent know that they're loved by God. And it's a bummer because God wants people to know, His people, to know that He loves them deeply. And of course, like I said, not everybody's not everybody's gonna believe that. Because people have a choice. But you want to see people live that way. Because people that know who they are, know their identity through Christ and love people, are very successful and happy people. They have great relationships. And they always add something to the room. They always always have that presence, you know? You see them and they're like, yeah, that person's, that person is solid. So what can we learn from that? What can we learn from what AOC is doing? What the left is doing? What they do? What can we learn? Well, we can learn to listen. We can learn to love. And then we can learn how to apply that. We can learn how to apply that. We can show truth in love. We can show the facts in love. And look, not everybody does that. Not even everybody does that on the right. It's just a fact. Not everybody does that. I haven't done it before. Not saying I'm perfect. But we got to be more aware of that. Including me. Including me, I got to be more aware of that. 
But we want to be aware of that. We should want to be aware of that. It's because it makes us better people. Yeah. And that's what this world thrives on, is love. God's sense of love. God's sense of love. When we love people, it talks about this in John, 1 John. When we love people, we show love to God. Amen to that. Amen to that. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast here. But if you have any questions, like I said, go ahead and you can just DM me on Instagram or you can even email me at T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-B-B-S. That is thechristubs at gmail.com. Please email me there if you have any questions about anything regarding my podcast or just about life, whatever, whatever it is. I'd be happy to answer it for you, 100%. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you to sub to my podcast on any of the platforms that you guys are on. Please go ahead and do so. And go ahead and share on your social medias your favorite episode or favorite part of the episode. And go ahead and tag me on it. Tag me on it on any of these social medias. That'd be greatly appreciated. And just remember to be who you are. And God bless America.